Hi, I'm Genevieve. And I'm John. Uh, we're the Co-op Gaming Info Cast. Cast, podcast, whatever. <laughs> okay, and I got I got Bird here, but I don't think he's going to... Oh. Wow. Wow, he finally did it. He cooed into the mic. <laughs> wow. Nice, give it your He's all. a natural on this. It sounds great. <laughs> you got anything else you want to say? Anything about video games? No, he doesn't have anything else to say. <laughs> However, he's not racing off into another part of the house, so we may as well leave him here, get a adorable animal on <laughs> camera yeah, instead yeah. of our mugs, our yeah, ugly mugs ugly up here. Ugly mugs here, and we'll see how long he stays. He he looks nervous to me. Yeah, he's nervous. <laughs> I'm nervous too. Maybe yeah, he's yeah, picking up on my nervousness. Yeah, I don't know why I'm nervous. It's we been a while since we've done one of these. Yeah, since we've sat in this corner talking. Yeah, yeah. General malaise. Uh, we had to re, re, uh, re-wood our deck, reinstall wood on our deck. Oh, that yeah, that's been terrible. <laughs> uh, that took a long time. Uh, yeah. The season's changing. Yeah, yeah. It's always tough when the season's change. Et cetera. Oh, we worked for a long time on our uh, Wildlands, Ghost Recon Wildlands article. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like since we stopped playing Wildlands, we've been kind of like without a rudder. Yeah, we've been on a journey of games, which yeah. is kind of what we w- wanted to make this podcast about. A lot of right. stuff going on in games. Yeah. Controversy with Blizzard in China. Oh, China, my God. New games coming out. Um, Borderlands 3 was a big thing. We that wanted to talk about that, that today. That was a big thing. I haven't heard very much about it since it came out. We played it for a few days. Yeah, <laughs> probably everybody stopped playing it by now. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but so for our topic today, in our um, in our cycle of games that we've played since we stopped playing Wildlands. Okay, we can hang out there. Oh, okay, there he's, he gone. Goes. he's gone. <laughs> he flew away. We turned on so many different games. Let's see here. So we we bought Borderlands 3, played that Anthem we played for a yeah, bit. Yeah, we got Anthem uh, when it went on Super Sale, I think. Boy, when was that? I don't know, late summer. After it, it was yeah. trashed and uh, everyone agreed they despised it. They put it yeah, on Super Sale. Yeah. How much did you get for it? Like Ten bucks. It was seventeen dollars. Oh, seventeen dollars. Remnant, is that the name of the game? Yeah, Remnant. I keep, from I keep the accidentally ashes. calling it Revenant. Revenant. Yeah, just yeah. being an idiot. Okay. <laughs> and then we did buy Break uh, Breakpoint. Played a little bit. Destiny. Destiny two. We we tried to log back into it. We tried to play that. Probably like. Two years ago, maybe. Maybe Year we've tried to play it a couple yeah, times. Yeah, we've tried to play it a couple times now, and that's then about as far as we got with that to trying. Then Far Cry Five. Far Cry Five, which we got and did tried a while ago, but yeah, we yeah, didn't so get into it really. We might have even played a few other shooter shooter type skill games. Um in and among those, but we wanted to talk about kind of our observations turning on all these different games in quick succession and uh, what was kind of immediately detestable about it, about <laughs> the different games, what was like lovable about them, and kind of how we ended up playing what we did play out of that handful of, I don't know, kind of similar c- 
kind of different yeah, in a way. Yeah. Too. I, the only thing they all really have in common, well, looking at them, I guess they're all shooters. But they're, they're all shooters. They're also all sense. co-op. Oh, yeah. So and they're they, all co-op. they fell into the class of games we could play together, <laughs> which right. is pretty much the only criteria. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so first off, Borderlands 3. Oh, uh, for this podcast, we we tried to think, we both tried to think of little, like, game in a nutshell type things. I so tried. <laughs> so here's mine here. A three-hour movie with many intermissions during which you can visit a small arcade and play a game kind of like Aliens Armageddon. Um, the the play in Bor- like Borderlands was a fun game. I think everybody agreed it was fun. It reminded me of this old arcade game. It was called Aliens Armageddon. I think <laughs> there was like a couple different ones. But this bar by our house has this old Aliens Armageddon game, and it really kind of <laughs> reminded me of Borderlands 3 because right. it's this big splashy yeah. in your face. It's one of those games where there's a big screen, and then there's the big guns you hold, and yeah. you kind of like point the guns Whale at the Whale on the aliens, and, and they kind of like explode. You go through on rails. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, why <laughs> that's why it had such a like a speedy pace. Right. Oh, what, oh, what was yours? Oh, did you want to hear mine? Yeah, I wanted to hear yours. <laughs> Okay, uh, I I guess, well, when I look at all my one-liners about the games, I didn't have any consistency. But That's okay. I was going to say I approached it differently than you. Good, good. Okay, so my Borderlands 3 in a nutshell, uh, insufficient. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, well... It's like Borderlands 2 with bad pacing and boring characters, and... To me, for a new, a brand new sixty dollar game in twenty nineteen, that's just completely detestable. So yeah, I think everybody, everybody was shocked to what extent Borderlands Three actually was like the exact same game <laughs> as Borderlands Two. Right. At, at well, when I think about the game, the biggest update I think they really did between Borderlands Three and Two is they there's kind of like more small animations like the scope all have animated scopes <laughs> and uh, uh like the characters have kind of more advanced hit boxes and stuff but like other than that i feel they really were just such similar games you thought you thought the enemies had more advanced like crit spots and stuff Is that yeah what and for example enemies in borderlands 3 would kind of like they'd knock bullets aside some of them had shields oh. they had breakable parts so there was like a definite small technology upgrade you know between two and three i but thought you were gonna say the biggest thing was the instance loot oh <laughs> i mean that's that was a thing but i feel like as far as the impact on the play oh yeah yeah it was just annoying and if anything else it just made it so that there was more inventory management oh yeah because it, since we were playing together and if well if you've never played borderlands 3 they they changed the way the loot works to where everybody it's an option you yeah, can you either can share the either. same loot in the world or everybody gets their own loot spawned so it sounds pretty nice to you know you each get your own loot you have more chances at items if you're playing together but it also became a thing where you would like look at what dropped and think if it's like good for your partner and then you might pick stuff up and hoard stuff with the idea of like 
you know, sharing yeah, or yeah, whatever. Either way, not a big deal, not a big change. And I think I think everybody I like the game the game is fun to play. So it was Borderlands two. I mean not it, it was fun when you were playing it. I mean I, I wasn't sure when we were talking about writing the one liners. But the other big thing I remember is just sitting through the interminable videos. Oh, yeah, yeah. So one of the first <laughs> things we kind of were so struck by and talked about when we bought Borderlands 3 and turned it on to play. After playing Wildlands, we were, like, binging on Borderlands and, like, staying up too late trying to play it. And I realized it's, like, the game is so addictive and makes you behave like that because you're playing so little and you're watching these like hour long videos and you feel like oh i didn't get i didn't get to play nearly as much as i wanted i didn't get to like blast nearly as many enemies as i wanted and you feel like you didn't get to play enough so right. you're tempted <laughs> to like stay up yeah. play a little <laughs> more or something and you yeah. get like another hour long video to sit through and you think like ah i still didn't get to play enough yeah yeah and you were constantly being asked to either run across the map to talk to a quest turn in or else return to the town and kind of like yeah this was just through. unbearable after playing wildlands it was so unbearable right <laughs> it was really interesting because we were playing wildlands and i guess borderlands 3 is the first game we tried to play after yeah, stopping wildlands immediately is after. that right yeah. okay so we were playing Borderlands three for like literally twice as much an, in like in a in a night. In a night of play, we yeah. would play for like four, five, or six hours. So would would you say? You're that always accurate? saying that we play six hours, and I don't I, I don't well know. I but anyway, I feel like we played wi Wildlands maybe two hours, and yeah, two going on like hours, three or two to three for Wildlands, three or four, and then Borderlands was at least four to six hours. Most of the night. time, you're not playing; you're just sitting there right, watching right. a video, oh, trying to like. Yeah, what I was going to say is just that despite playing Borderlands 3 for twice the amount of time, I feel like I had way less than even half as much fun or Absolutely. engagement or gameplay. And then another thing is you're you're like going after this loot in this really kind of like annoying ant-like way and you're always getting new loot. And so you spend time, like, looking at the loot. You spend time looking at your skill tree. And at the end of, say, a five-hour game session, I, I wouldn't be surprised if I actually spent at least two hours in the menus. For oh, yeah, end. yeah. And then the performance yeah. was bad, too, just come to think of it. Uh, this is on PlayStation 4, but... I wouldn't imagine it's too different. Not it, w it wouldn't be any different on Xbox, but maybe on computer. But those menus took like five seconds to load, sometimes eight seconds. Oh yeah. And they had like a animated Animation character. They would show your character either on your uh, like your inventory or it else was it was on your skill tree, right? The skill tree, yeah. Right, and it's just so crazy for a game where you might. Even for a game where you'd be spending 10 or 15% of your time in menus. To have like a long menu lag. Yeah, a yeah. menu load time of five, five, six, seven, or eight seconds. Is, it's like out of control. They're like asking you to do something over and over, and it's actually incredibly painful to do. And we play together, so <laughs> I would always like, or playing Borderlands, I would be in the menus just like all night and Genevieve would almost never open the menus and Genevieve's playing on a 
PlayStation non-pro, so like the ancient PlayStation, not the PS Pro. And I would see whenever Genevieve opened a menu that the load time for the menu was actually twice as long than on my PlayStation Pro. Meaning, or so when I saw that, I would just, every time I saw Genevieve try to open a menu in that game, I would think to myself, like, wow, it's no wonder that she doesn't open <laughs> menus. Because I I swear to God, it sometimes it looked like it was as much as 10 seconds for, like, Oh, yeah, yeah, no, load. it was, it was. Right, and, you know, Borderlands is kind of like a finicky game where they want you opening that menu. Like, oh every yeah. time you find a piece of loot or every time you level up pretty much you're gonna want to assign a skill point and you know genevieve would go many <laughs> levels between assigning skill points and every time i'd see that lag and i that didn't need it we were already too overpowered right right and it <laughs> you know the skills didn't make too big a difference in the play but either. but these are like uh piddling complaints it's like okay if like the game is pretty fun so what if you gotta sit through the <laughs> the menu load time <laughs> in the uh, long videos. Okay, but here's what, here's what the thing about this game is that I think made me at least just not want to play it anymore. It's like, okay, well, what do you want to play for here? The legendary weapons are a lot of fun. You want to try them, find them, see what they're like, see if they could blast the enemies even more <laughs> efficiently or splashily than whatever you have. Uh -huh. Then you want to try the other character's skills. You want to see, like, uh, the minion right, guy, what see, he could do. See what it's like playing as a different Yeah, guy. see what it's like <laughs> playing as a different class, right? Now, there's tons of games out there now, tons of games that make that act of trying another skill, trying another weapon, trying another build that make it, like, a two-minute process of, like, clicking around and fiddling with stuff, and then you're back in the game oh, right. playing, yeah, trying it yeah. out. Fortnite saved the world. Yeah, that's one example. That's the first one that comes to mind, I guess. But and Remnant was yeah, like yeah. that, too. So then we wanted to talk about Remnant, too. Great game. Highly <laughs> recommended. Um, you should play a little more, then write a review of it. Yeah. But uh, after, <laughs> after playing Borderlands and then turning on Remnant, we were, like, so in love with Remnant. What an amazing game it was. But Remnant is another game where, from the time you start playing, the act of swapping out a skill you want to use and choosing from, like, a wealth of skills and weapons, kind of, like, interesting, powerful weapons are unlocked and you craft them after you defeat bosses is something that takes, like, less than a minute in the menu. And then, boom, you get the pleasure of trying it, playing it, seeing if you like it, experimenting with it, trying to, like, defeat a boss with this new build or layout or whatever you put together. Right. Now in Borderlands, <laughs> by contrast... The whole game going on here is for me to wait through, I don't, I don't know how many hours of videos it is, like four it's hours of videos or something. For the whole... Yeah, to get to level 50 or whatever max level Or is. to beat the story. Man, yeah. it's got to be at least three and a half hours of videos. But yeah, if you... So here in Remnant, <laughs> or in Fortnite, Save the World, I click... I do a couple of clicks. Right, Something like I've earned, right, I've gotten. In Fortnite, them. between any map, between you any could map, just drastically and radically alter your build and like your skills. Boom! I'm learning something else, playing, trying what I want. Yeah. Borderlands, the whole like the whole thing I'm doing here is sitting through five or six hours of videos and like working right, through these kind of thirty second arcade sessions <laughs> to get to try that other skill or build. And then there's four. There's like, well, I mean, there's like six. 
what are there four classes four, four and each has three trees. each has three skill trees yeah yeah and so i mean there's, there's several right, there. a build in borderlands generally is like you take one full tree and half of another so yeah that's like eight possible like classes or playthroughs you could do given that you could respec your guy in borderlands yeah yeah and Right, but so yeah, it's like you're you're paying at least five hours of just like zombie time. Zombie time, better and better make some popcorn or something. Right, and I, it's one of those things where in Borderlands Two, we actually did make a lot of guys and play it. Often. Oh yeah, yeah. We so this is getting to my times. third point. This is getting my third point. I kept thinking like, but John and I love Borderlands Two, although uh, we did both like Borderlands One better. But I was thinking, wh- how the heck did we sit through so many videos in Borderlands 2? It didn't seem like such a big problem back then. And I was thinking, like, ah, oh, well, we didn't play games together as much back then. And, like, I was dumb and trashy. So <laughs> if you're, like, a couple who doesn't, like, play games together very often, and we certainly didn't, mm-hmm. maybe it's kind of nice to sit through those videos, blah, blah. But then I thought of another thing is, like, you know, there's there's tons of games that have these really, like, stick-in-the-mud quests where... Are they commonly called step and fetch, or is that what I call it? Well, that's what you call oh them. Oh yeah. But there's, there's like, it's a common thing that people joke about it, but it's like collect eight wolf pelts. Oh right? yeah, yeah. But it's step and fetch it. You know, walk over here, fetch this, return it. Walk over here, fetch this, return it. Or like talk to, talk right, to so like and so. Go talk to this other NPC. Yeah, yeah. On the other side of the map. And it's like a common thing in games. Like, what is to complain about that? I guess now I'm getting into the quest style. But I was thinking about different games that have it, and it's like the well, the classic RPG game. It's just filled with those. But they always have dungeons, right? They always have this stuff right. that's like a much longer 20 or 30, possibly 40 minutes of like an intense, long, discreet play uh-huh. session that you can kind of get into at any time. It's like, yeah, maybe you have to do 200 step and fetch a quest, but you can click in and play this like long dungeon right. or like a long trial or have like another content type. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, even just mentioning that, shows how in Borderlands 3 there was kind of like what I'd call a dearth of content. Oh, I yeah. Guess. Well, I was trying to say, when we played Borderlands 2, there was like uh, there was a three arenas, I think, and we would always break up the monotony of the extremely long, torturous uh, get-to-max-level progression by like farming one of those arenas for a couple hours till we got like uh-huh. some weapons we wanted to drop out of it. And maybe there was an arena in Borderlands 3, but... Uh, hard to tell. Hard to tell. <laughs> I, I kind of tried to look for it, but I don't know. Right. Oh, It but seemed like there may have been one. I'm just remembering what I looked at for a second on Google now. But it seemed like there may have been one. I don't know where it was. Right. But, but it certainly didn't like present it to us or as a way to break up the monotony. And maybe we needed to drive around in the car and explore every map until we like found yeah. it. <laughs> so in that I case, I it's mean, like pay really six more hours of boredom for like your... 20-minute dungeon. Right. But, oh, I was just going to say, in Borderlands 3, I really feel like the longest amount of time that you'd be shooting monsters was about 12 to 15 minutes. Yes, except for that one boss that just, like, was a bullet sponge. You had to shoot his glowing eye or something. And it's like, yeah, shoot uh, the well eye. Well, even that was, like, a 10-minute fight. Up to 15 kind of. minutes. <laughs> yeah. Right. But... 
there were no kind of like bouts of needing concentration. Everything was broken up into these small chunks. Yep. Then as soon as you beat like a, I don't even know what to call it, like a level, there'd be a long, long, long decompression period yep. where you yeah. would be going to town and like selling stuff and all that kind of junk. Uh, and it's just like in in almost any game we play, you'd hope there's longer than about 10 minutes of play before you have kind of like an obligatory 15 minutes of, of inactivity. Of inactivity, yeah. Right, and, you know, trying to play for a couple of hours, it's just annoying to do all that stuff and have so much dead time where you're literally sitting there bored. Yeah, and, and it's like... Oh, but that's another thing that I wanted to say about Borderlands is... They really kept it a lot like Borderlands 2. And Borderlands 2 did have a lot of those periods of inactivity. And I feel like those periods of inactivity are relics of older games where, like, not as much stuff could be held in memory. And oh, yeah. Were shorter. Uh -huh. And yeah, it's like a hallmark of older games. And then you can kind of, like, turn around and play Ghost Recon Wildlands where if you wanted you could have three hours of intense activity completely uninterrupted and the game will never ask you to kind of like stop and take 20 minutes to just be bored and do like what are essentially game chores right? yeah yeah game chores. so like it's it's one of those things where maybe at the time borderlands 2 came out it wasn't that jarring to be having these, like, series of long, boring interludes in a game. But now, when we play games, like, our... It's, it's not even that, like, our attention spans have gotten worse. No, no, something. that's what it's I was trying to say. It's about the time that you spend each day entertaining yourself with, with whatever it is you do. You know, you got to, like, work and feed yourself or feed your family or socialize right. or whatever it is you do during the day. Then there's some amount of time that you're going to, like entertain yourself if you even do if you don't have right. to work until you go to sleep yeah yeah but anyway then it's like well you for your treasured tiny snippet of like entertaining yourself time i don't think anyone would disagree that they would be better off watching a movie than watching the borderlands videos oh like right and that's the other thing is if you go on reddit you see people complain and stuff but those videos were boring. They were so boring. Like, your character has nothing to do with any of the videos. Yeah. It's not very, like, immersive. These it's like these old characters kind of repeating and retreading their kind of, like, tired old ways they were. Remember, like, the yeah, fat yeah. car woman? Oh, but, <laughs> yeah. And, oh, and Lilith and you know, all that kind of junk. But all that stuff was so boring to me. And the idea of having to sit through it again for another character is just terrible. It's like, it's dreaded. Yeah, it, it doesn't make playing that game seem like a good value for our little two or three hours of entertainment right, vegetation right. Oh yeah, that's time every night. Right, when you were saying that, I just want to say I feel like that's the biggest failing of Borderlands 3. Is just that it like short shrifts your time and have yeah. you standing around and like doing nothingness and Man, those, for so long. Those talk tos where it would have 
like it would have you go back and forth to different ends of the map were so like enigmatic and terrible. Like right, what was right. the idea and there? They were just literally <laughs> making you tra- do like three instances of travel to click X. Like yeah, that's what right. it was. So you literally click X or square. Or yeah, yeah. And there, it was so funny because there were multiple times where we'd go up to Lilith or whoever the talk to was. And then we'd talk to her, and, like, sh- it, the game would start gabbering, right? Mm-hmm. And we would literally space out for yeah, just, just, like, like however, and it was get many minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'd space out, and then they would have another talk to you following the first talk to you. And then I would, like, look up at the screen and be, oh, 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 man, yeah, you got to like click on it yeah, again. Yeah, you got to click on it again. And I'd be, legitimately look, like, we got to <laughs> click again. <laughs> Or else it'd send you to another talk to you, and it's like you're kind of just falling asleep at your screen, and then you need a little, like, reminder, a nudge on the shoulder that the game's asking you to do more garbage. And that that's just terrible. Yeah. <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah. I, I can't imagine that people are still... Okay, given... Like I said, like I did think the gameplay was kind of fun. I wanted to play more. I wanted to be right. given a dungeon it, it or an arena. It was definitely fun during those few moments that you'd be kind of like surrounded by enemies surrounded by it. enemies and progressing through a dungeon. And I there were a few times where I thought they made it be a little bit like the Tiny Tina part of the DLC oh yeah. in Borderlands 2. Oh yeah, that was the other thing I remembered is that we ma- enjoyed the DLC of Borderlands 2 far more than the game itself because the DLC was exactly like a long dungeon. Right, That's exactly it was what long it was like. dungeons with long combat interludes yeah. that would go for... With only combat interludes, like very few, the quests would just move you from scene A to scene B right, with, with monsters all, all the, way. the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it sucks that <laughs> I thought, or l- we wrote that like article about what we want for Borderlands 3, oh, yeah. but I really thought that a modern Borderlands could be so cool Yeah. if yeah. they just had it be like all or mostly all combat and they had like maybe more modern game systems and like less dead time and like less inventory management and stuff but it's like they did everything kind of like the opposite of how i would have wanted or what i thought would have improved that game then another thing this is just babbling at this point but i was tempted to think like okay well maybe we're going through the game wrong maybe what we want to do is be in the car driving hither and thither coming across uh animals along the way or what are those things like rugrats in there that you shoot vespids etc and maybe we would be busting up one bandit town after another and you know in ghost recon wildlands that's what we would do we'd go from here to there in the helicopter this quest to that quest you might see something along the way but no that did not seem to be (laughs) the case in borderlands when you were traveling around those maps there was very little there didn't seem right. to be it anything it going on. It was an empty environment. It was an empty <laughs> I mean, as far <laughs> as we could tell, maybe maybe I'm wrong and there's like a lot of richness there, but no, it seemed I like mean, quests you discovered right. were like miles apart from each other. Right. The only, you'd run into a small pack of like crappy animals oh that right. wasn't going to, it, it wasn't going like to spawn a boss animals. and like yeah. drop something cool if right. you defeated 20 Vespids. Right, and half the time it was like, you were just doing that annoying kill the mobs in the car, which 
they had that in Borderlands 1. And I really feel like it was actually funner to kill the little bugs and guys at the side of the road in Borderlands 1 than it was in Borderlands 3. It was a thrill killing those bugs in <laughs> Borderlands 1. I don't right, know what it was about them, but I really remember how like tough some of the huge spiders were and stuff. Right, right. And then in Borderlands 3, they I felt like they were more like nuisances yeah, when you were yeah, in the car. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe I'm just jaded and there's like some person out there <laughs> who just had <laughs> a great time shooting the bugs in Borderlands 3, but I doubt it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, or maybe, yeah. Right, well, there okay. There was something we else I oh. wanted to say about it, but you just made me forget. Oh. Yeah, forget it. I'm not going to remember okay, that. Okay, okay. So should so we... So the, the, real, the real contrast here um, is when we turned on Remnant. Uh, yeah, Remnant from the Ashes. Remnant it's from the Ashes. Name. This game was awesome. This was yeah, such a cool yeah. game. We turned it... John kept saying we got to try to play it, and we turned it on, and I, I hated the look of it. I hated everything about it. It looked so stupid to, <laughs> to me. It looked like a, like, uh, it looked like a game... It just looked pathetic. I hated the <laughs> I hated the look of it. It looked like a like cheesy vampire game or something. Yeah, it definitely had vibes of like at least being a really cheesy game with like bad. It was quiet. <laughs> the voice acting was pretty bad. The intro of the game was so much worse than anything subsequent in the game. But I mean, it was just a quick tutorial, so I guess I shouldn't have judged it that much. But anyway, very turned off. <laughs> turning the game on. I did not want to continue. I thought, I'll just get through this tutorial, make John happy, because he's making us try this game. Then the game was awesome. Far and away, one of the <laughs> best games that we've played yeah, in a long yeah, time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, just So what was awesome about this game? Read your one-liner for it. I'll try to Okay. Uh, you want me to go first? Oh, I remembered one thing I want to say about Borderlands, but it'll make more sense when we're talking about Remnant. Yeah, you okay, go first. Okay, uh, Remnant. <laughs> A perfect game with the fatal flaw of being too short and lacking content could be one of the greatest of all time if it had even as much content as Path of Exile. Asking for as much content of Path of Exile is asking for just an <laughs> enormous amount of content. Well, that's well, okay. If that's it had too big of a three ask. times the amount of content, it could have easily been like coolest game of all time. But I mean, even as yeah, it but is, okay, it's but part of the game. reason that it's so amazing is because the amount of design and detail and everything that's in every one of these bosses. Okay, well, here is my one okay, line. Very sure, different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bosses that will kick your ass and make you remember their names, in combat that keeps you trying to do more and better and different. Oh yeah, that's a great. <laughs> that's a great summary. I mean, mine was not specific at all. No, so getting into remnant, I don't know how long it was before we got to the first boss but it was immediately so clear how the parameters of this game are different from like a trashy game like Borderlands 3. You have to know what's going on with the boss. You have to know which attacks to avoid. You have to duck roll them perfectly. The like duck roll timing window was way like smaller and harder to handle than almost any other game. Just to step back for a second. Yeah yeah. I Remnant really is a lot like Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. And so if you kind of like Dark Souls or you like that genre of games, I don't quite know what the genre would be called. 
because I guess like Dark Souls mostly invented that kind of game. But well, they're like melee, melee action RPG yeah. kind of. I don't, but that's that doesn't do it justice. No, it doesn't do like it justice. Diablo but I think three is also an action RPG. Yeah, yeah, but I think the melee nature is the key to it because when you're the game is mainly melee you're attacking and interacting with the bosses in different ways and they're attacking and interacting with you in different ways and different types of like movement and stuff are required you know what i mean right and the biggest i'd say the biggest kind of aspect of remnant or the dark soul style games is that they really demand you be fully engaged and thinking the whole time. Because unlike almost any other class of games, you really can't take damage. You yeah. Can't, oh, you yeah, can't that's like another... You can't, face tank damage. Yeah. You can't just let mobs kind of surround you. Because, like, three trash mobs around you will kill you in Remnant, you know? One trash mob can kill you. I right. mean, it's a lot... What I was trying to say about Borderlands is there was this point. John was saying how I didn't often, like, assign my skills. I, d- I didn't. I didn't care about them. There was this <laughs> point I was playing as Amara, right? The siren or something? Uh, yeah. Anyway, she gets this skill that's, like, an automatic um, fight for your life victory oh. or, like, an automatic an res. Auto self-res. Yeah, self-res every, every minute. And, like, you have to be utter trash to be dying more than like a minute right, <laughs> per right. minute in that game so every time i did die i would feel like an idiot then get like this automatic res and it was like so stupid and i really <laughs> I, was, I was like this game is a joke like what kind of a game gives you like that automatic res like that and then playing playing remnant made it clear what a joke Borderlands 3 was for even having like a mechanic like that. It's such a different game experience where in one you really have to pay attention to what's going on on the screen and like you have to avoid damage and you know you have to manage your guy's resources and then another one or a game like Borderlands where you just boom 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 blast blast get out the bigger boom boom (laughs) and you can Oh, uh, so in Borderlands, like, what you want to do is just kind of, like, make it so your guy heals himself a little bit. And so, like, you go in, take as much damage as you want. You're healing faster, and you're, yeah. like, blasting everything away. And it's it's such a different game experience where in one, like, the things on the screen kind of matter. Matter, and the other yeah. You really could play it blindfolded, like, 99% of the time. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And if you, in Borderlands, if you kind of, like, blindfolded yourself and you moved your character forward and you held down shoot, you would probably pass, like, a good 80% of the content. And, like, where you'd fall down is just kind of getting stuck on a wall. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But I was trying to say it's not a matter of it being a Dark Souls-like game because... Ghost Recon Wildlands was like that, you know? Right, right. It's like and a matter of the game design and, like, I don't know who's making the game and what they think of the game. Right. Uh, it's right. It's just, it's such a huge difference in it's a game yeah. where you have to kind of, like, think and engage with the game versus one that, I mean, well, it's like, essentially, it's mindless, right? He- here's what I was thinking about it. Let me see. Okay, when you, like, start a new game... 
if there's something about it that like kicks your ass, like the boss, the boss and remnant will until you figure out, okay, it's like that attack. I gotta like avoid that, whatever. Then the game gives you these different things you could do: your melee attacks, your weapons, blah blah. Then the fun and pleasure, I think, thinking about all these different games we played in like learning a new game is that the game gives you these. It like uh, defines its like parameters, right? Where it's gonna this is going to get you instantly killed in Remnant, right? Uh-huh. And, like, this kind of behavior unacceptable in Ghost Recon, standing up from cover and, like, missing four shots and continuing right, to shoot, unacceptable. just, like, running into the midst of the enemy. Yeah, yeah, thing. exactly. So the game, it brutalizes you. It says you can't engage in this type of behavior in this game. You're going to be toast. So then you get to learn the game, you get to know its systems a little bit, and you get to learn how to operate within those parameters. And along the way, you kind of learn, like, a new way to play a given game. Like, maybe you were, like, great at, like, this game, and you, like, knew exactly how to, like, operate within it. Then you play a new game, and you learn how to play, like, play according to its rules. And the pleasure there is that you're learning, like, a new way to use... um, attacks, a new way to hit the buttons, a new way to uh, move and avoid damage, a new way to build your guy. And that's like the pleasure of it. Right. I totally agree. Yeah. <laughs> and then if you think about it that way, it's like in Borderlands 3, did I learn like a new way to play and interact with like a video game? Hell no. Oh nothing. Yeah, not nothing. Not There's like all. nothing in there. Just nothing. Right. And that's, and that's uh, well, all that is what makes kind of like the RPG aspects of games really kind of fun and desirable too. Because if the game is really challenging you and you're trying to improve as a player and there's also these like in-game parameters where you can kind of buff your guy a little bit and then those things really start to matter. Yeah. And it it's like you want to buff your guy and you ha- you begin to form ideas over like, in this particular game, what's actually important, and yeah, like how yeah. am I going to excel and succeed at this yeah, game? Yeah, and that's 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 what I think the whole pleasure of like the really good game is, and it was absolutely there for Remnant, and like absolutely not right. there for and Borderlands. <laughs> I could imagine people kind of saying like, "Oh, like there are builds in Borderlands, and like you can get you can build your guy to be better." But oh yeah, you absolutely right, can. Right, but what I like how I counter that or what i'd say is that in a game like remnant you're real you're challenged from the jump like yeah every part of that game you need to improve you need to get better and even like we stopped playing it eventually maybe we'll play again but i feel like every time we played we were getting kind of better at dodging oh we were, we were right and i was like happy that our guys were being built up and we weren't great at it like we couldn't like, go through and beat it on the hardest difficulty, right? No, but, but we beat the final boss on John's story mission. Right, right. But yeah. but from the very first, like, hour we were playing Remnant, it really was demanding on us. And, yeah. like, the first boss we died probably, like, 20 times in a row, too. And then I told Jen. And then that's also that's also where the real satisfaction comes in, because like the final remnant boss is like a real ass kicker where he like doesn't take damage for twenty minutes at a time. Then you got to go kill like two hundred trash, and then he'll take. You need to focus for at least twenty minutes, like hard, strong focus without like a single lapse for at least twenty or thirty minutes. Um, but 
the first time we got what was that thing called in Remnant? Like your story mission? Your 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 world like your world world adventure. story or something. <laughs> the first time we got to that uh, la- final boss, it was just like hopeless. I don't know. We probably tried like an hour or something. Yeah, and we just we died over and over. We basically. died over and over. And then we played some more adventure mode and we maybe played some more of my my main quest or whatever. Uh-huh. We like learned a little more about the game, thought about it a little more, and then we're able to come back and finally like beat that right, final and boss. Like with some skills and a little bit of skill improvement, right. a little bit of knowing more about the weapons and um the skill right, the builds to yeah, stick and like on there. I started to get better at doing kind of like consistent focus damage and like there was a special I, as usual got better at not dying. <laughs> yeah. I think of myself on this podcast as a representation or a representative for for trashy players who aren't <laughs> too good at video games. Right, but, but, but it, it made time. a huge difference when Genevieve got better. Well at that not time dying. we passed, I had to do most oh of yeah, the Oh yeah, you did I most mostly of got that. Right. Oh th- and there were like stages in the boss fight where yeah, you yeah. had to do different things and those things are always like fun, you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> but I was trying to say the real satisfaction I think everybody feels in video games is when like you overcome a adversity like that, right? Like right. we couldn't beat that final boss. It was like pretty much hopeless. And then we like improved and got better and we were able to do it. And right. again, and comparing this to Borderlands, like all those bosses. Yeah, yeah. And to for us to str- like there wasn't a struggle in sight. Like I can't <laughs> you know Right. And I <laughs> I don't even have anything to say about it. Right. We just kind of like blew through We just blew game. through them. We just blew through them. They didn't ask anything of us. They right, didn't ask us to use right our brains or like That's another thing is maybe on in Borderlands 3 if we had gone through on like true mayhem mode or whatever. Oh, that was mayhem. the final thing I wanted to say is that John kept saying like, "Okay, we need to just turn it on mayhem mode. Maybe with a little increased difficulty the game will be fun and feel different." We turned on mayhem mode, and, like, the very first thing we did was, like, oh, we this long embro- talk to a yeah. robot quest. <laughs> we got embroiled in a side quest because we decided to skip almost every side quest after we did a few, and they were just really long step-and-fetches. They yeah. were, like, 40-minute long yeah, step-and-fetches. One of them fetch. took, like, two hours, and we were... He had us drive out in that barn world over yeah, and over yeah. to kill, like, two monsters... So anyway, we it was just really long step and fetch it and then we went into mayhem mode and I don't know if it's like where we spawned or how it ended up happening that way, but we got like a long step and fetch it. It was a long talk thing. to a robot, listen to the robot talk for kind of twenty or thirty minutes, shoot the robot, talk to like the next robot, right, turn in the robot piece. Right. And it was just intolerable. Despite that like better loot was dropping and the monsters were a little harder. We were so fed up R- with it. At yeah, that point and like nothing had really changed in the game. And then there was the prospect that we would could like re-roll the story, and just the idea of watching those videos again just was way too much for me. There's like no way I was gonna spend more gaming nights watching those, those same videos, Borderlands yeah. videos that were so boring and like intolerable for the first run through just 
yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it horrifies me even now. E- like, <laughs> I still. John thought, John actually said to me that he thought they might patch in a skip for the video. <laughs> I said, no right. way, Jose. I said, <laughs> fat chance. No way yeah, they're going to yeah, do that. So. That's the only thing keeping the players' game time up. I was trying to say earlier, like, like given the game is fun and yeah, you want to try the other classes. If you did, oh, and then how long did it take us? Like three, four days or whatever to get to Dude. max level. Well, we we actually didn't get to max oh, level. We just were to finish the story. Yeah, mission. we actually yeah. only could tolerate through to the story. But uh, I, I yeah, I'm I just saying I have a hard time imagining anyone playing this game once they've got their four like maxed out characters. Right, and and maybe there's I some kind of. Uh, something to kind of rope everybody in, but right. But y- it's also funny because in all the like loot shooters, right? Like there's Division Two and Destiny Two, I guess are the big ones. There's such an obsession with kind of what the end game looks like and oh like yeah, how yeah. you're gonna <laughs> be doing like really cool, exciting battles and raids and dungeons and all that kind of garbage, and. <laughs> in Borderlands 3, I feel like this is something they could add someday. But given the fact that it's not really there in any form, I kind of doubt it. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. But, but I mean, the there ga- was no... What kind of a raid would you do in that game? It, you get out your biggest boom boom and you blast. I mean, I don't know. I didn't look at the arena, so like I shouldn't... Well, well right, but I don't even know if there was one. Maybe there I was. I think there was. Oh, okay. I but I <laughs> okay, but like one arena, but... There was no hint or indication of what like an end game experience would be. Would be like yeah. there were no the like, end game experience is to play the game and watch all the videos again. That's right, what the right, just is. with higher difficulties. Yeah, and that was like really disappointing to me too because we hated that about the second one. Yeah, in <laughs> Borderlands too, like you really and so you almost when you see people online talking about Borderlands two, what they're doing. In the end game, it was always like I go through the DLC and fight these bosses. I fight like remember there was like Pistol Pete or yeah the DLC oh yeah those they right they they had had raid bosses raid bosses I mean I'm sure there's like boss I saw people mention they were boss farming in Borderlands Three yeah yeah but you would have thought with many many years of development time that they could have had more of like a guided end game experience. Oh yeah, and then I was joking that it was like however many years development for like 13 bosses or something. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know, it's just disappointing because games have come a really far way since Borderlands 2 and you, you know, Borderlands 2 was like one of the most popular and successful games of all time and you really would have wanted them to like up the ante or make like a really cool modern game. Well, I don't know. Okay, so uh, everyone can be of two minds about this, right? Do you want them to give you the exact same experience you thought was perfect, right? For like a, a sequel to a game. Or do they have a duty to up the ante <laughs> for us? To up the ante right. and uh, <laughs> really like impress us with some newfangled garbage. I, I don't feel like we got to finish talking about why we loved Remnant so much. But we... <laughs> we were so disappointed Borderlands 3 didn't up the ante, right? Then we turned on Breakpoint, and oh, we were that horrified yeah, that they to see that they had attempted to up the ante, and it looked as if they had destroyed literally everything that we had praised 
praise to the moon in our article <laughs> and like just right, finished they, writing they a couple weeks ago or something. They upped the ante so far for Breakpoint that it horrified. It them. just looked like a different okay, game. But <laughs> okay, here's what I'd argue with regard to all that, right? Yeah. So Wildlands came out in 2017, mm-hmm. and so if you read the, like our article on the website like we just loved wildlands everything about it like what you did in the game what was going on it was really ambitious we sang its praise yeah. we praised it to the moon right the combat was like just dead on the bullet dynamics and everything were great and so then breakpoint comes out 2 years later with like a thousand new game systems and like it's a like thousand It's like oh let me read my thing Oh, yeah, regressive game that dumped a truck of steamy modern garbage on a pure, pristine park. That's <laughs> how I felt about it. We only played Breakpoint for probably, like, three hours, so right, it could be that the game rocks. Yeah, is like, a lot of fun. It might be really fun, but, boy, were we ever intimidated <laughs> by all the, like, the new town and the semi-open world social Oh, hubs, yeah, it was not. A n- totally new and revamped loot system that yeah, looked yeah. just like Division 2. Plenty of nice consumables. <laughs> Inject yourself to heal. That oh, kind yeah. of crap. Yeah, right. <laughs> they just added like they they backed up the dump truck yeah, yeah. and they dropped it on top of Wildlands. So like a dump truck of twenty nineteen game features. Yeah. But yeah. okay. So Wildlands came out twenty seventeen. Then Breakpoint they made this new iteration where they just tried to think of every feature that are in games and like Oh it, yeah, and then it, it was really stark turning on all these different games in a row too, because you see like Anthem's little town you hang out in. Then you got to turn on Breakpoint and see like Breakpoint's oh little yeah, social right. hub town you hang out right. in. And then you got to, <laughs> well maybe it was Destiny nightmare. 1 and not Destiny 2 had like the little town hub. No, Destiny 2 had the town. The Remember town that little farm we spawned on? Oh my god, yeah, yeah Destiny 2 the had, <laughs> had the little, and if you turn them on and play them one after another, you think like, my god, why do I keep it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like what are these towns I'm going to over towns. there? Oh, but okay, so just going back to Borderlands. Borderlands 2, when did that come out? 20 I don't know. 2012 maybe I think it's 2012 and that's so that's seven years right and Borderlands 2 uh, it's hard to remember what games were like in 2012 because I wasn't even really playing games mm-hmm. in 2012 but you s- there's a seven year gap there yeah yeah I and see they your added point. almost no Nothing. new or modern Nothing. game features so you know, like I think it is fair to say you wanted, you want them to up the ante from Borderlands two to three, mm-hmm. but then like with what they did in Breakpoint, it's a little bit perverse because it's like so ambitious and there's so much stuff for Breakpoint. They put everything. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. gave you everything like right. a and modern little game. Right. And oddly <laughs> enough, in Breakpoint, I felt like the shooting and the like the enemy's reactions to bullets and all that was a step down from Wildlands, which I thought was really curious and, like, supremely disappointing. And so at least in Borderlands 3, they did improve the, like, the dynamics of how monsters interact and all that kind of stuff. So it's not like they did nothing, but Explain, because I'm a less observant, trashy gamer than you. But explain for people who care and might notice what you're talking about, how you thought in Breakpoint, again, in our okay. two to four hours of playing, 
the enemy responses to so like the bullets. Okay, basically in Wildlands, they had really advanced and <laughs> what's the word? Like just like awesome the way that when you shot bullets at an enemy, they would react to bullets landing near them. They would react to bullets hitting them. They would react to like their surroundings, right? And then in Breakpoint, you could put bullets in enemies, and they literally don't even flinch. Like a sandbag. Right. They were like they would not flinch until they died and went into their death animation. So you can tell just the like coding work that went in to make the Wildlands enemies react not only to bullets that are striking them but to also react to bullets that land near them. They would react to, like, explosions in the distance and, like, look at them. And all that stuff was so impressive in Wildlands, I thought. Yeah, but again, when I hear you talk about this, I wonder if we needed to turn it on extreme and breakpoint no, to get some no, of that. No. Okay. Because <laughs> we were playing breakpoint in regular, right? And Wildlands in regular... Had all that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just, just the way they... The way like the way they modeled the behavior of NPC enemies, and we didn't play enough to see if they were like rebels and stuff. But like, oh, so in Wildlands, the the enemy NPCs they wouldn't react to rebel bullets. That's another thing I noticed. Oh, and yeah. it's like they stopped short of making it be like a really like full blooded realistic game world thing where. So, like, they had it, somehow they had it set up to where the NPC enemies would react to your bullets, but mm -hmm. not to, like, other NPC bullets. And, you know, you can see, like, no one would say they did wrong by, like, not having it be that way. But then in Breakpoint, you're unloading bullets into these enemy NPCs, and they're not having any reaction at all until they die. And that just is like a huge disappointment to say you're making a sequel packed full of these new features, but then to get one of like the most basic things where it's like the feel of the game and how like it, you know, how it feels yeah, to be yeah. shooting and <coughs> playing in the game world. And then to take a step back there is, it's like disappointing, I guess. Yeah, it, it could be great. We didn't, we were so... So disappointed to see. Oh, and then Division Two, right? We kind of played it when it came out, and then they added. They, it's like Breakpoint had just so much garbage from Division oh, Two right. it was really that everyone like was like hating. <laughs> just shoveled in. It right, they copy pasted so many things from Division Two, or I don't know if it's copy paste, but yeah. they're the same features. The same features, in and then ways. Division Two, right? Everybody got to the end of the game, they're like, "Oh, this sucks. What's going on? There's nothing to do." And people said they wanted specialization, like you know, like I want to be a tank, or like I want to be like a whatever type uh -huh. of. And of course, like that's something you could want when like it's boring, the game sucks, all like the enemies are just kind of like fat bullet sponges. So then they added it in. <laughs> And then uh, lots of problems with it, kind of too awkward. Mm -hmm. And so right. then Breakpoint, you right. play for 20 minutes. And they're and then they <laughs> slam this big specialization <laughs> screen right. in your uh, face. As if it makes any sense to be like a ghost operative. I mean, maybe you're not I mean, maybe you're not a ghost anymore and it doesn't like matter. No, you're still supposedly like, a okay, ghost. Okay, not like a tank <laughs> ghost. It, 
and then to slam it in your face when you've played like less than 10 minutes and say like okay now right, choose your like level up and choose if you're a sniper or a medic yeah yeah and that it that was just irritating and one of the things that i felt was so fun and joyful in wildlands was how they just let you do everything with the tools and at hand right and they were like one of the main features they talked about when it came to breakpoint is the new class system but they implemented these classes and then they restrict your play so they like worked a whole huge feature into this game where the actual effect of it is to put restrictions on the players by making them choose their class tree and everything yeah so and maybe maybe it keeps people in the game longer if it's hard to get to try another class i mean right, yeah, <laughs> i i mean like who knows right who knows? and they say you can respec but Oh, just such disappointing aspects of that game. But I feel like we're getting off the rails and we haven't even talked about half the games we, well we planned I on so far. Before we <coughs> started this podcast today, I thought, like, I don't have anything to say about those games. <laughs> I don't want to do it. I don't have anything to talk about. Now I feel like we've already talked way too much, but we still didn't talk about Anthem. Right. And we didn't, we talk, didn't about talk about Archive, yeah, which is what we ended yeah, up playing. Yeah. Or Destiny 2. Or Destiny 2. Right. But I feel but done. Yeah, yeah, I kind of <laughs> feel done, too. Maybe we should do part two later. <laughs> um, loved Remnant. Loved Wildlands. Love loving Far Cry 5 so far as being the closest. Closest game we've played we've recently played to, to Wildlands. To Wildlands, yeah. Oh, uh, so just... Okay, you mentioned we loved Remnant, right? Yeah. And we hated Borderlands 3. Uh, now you're saying we hated it, but yeah. Well. Didn't want to give it any more of my time. Right. <laughs> I, I don't know, in the back of my head, I think like, oh, we should play it again. But mostly because we spent like 60 bucks oh on yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, okay, so the cool thing in my mind about Remnant is Dark Souls 3, or any Dark Souls, they're like, cool games but the co-op is implemented terribly or uh, you know implemented in that kind of like wacky japanese way where it's kind of like where you can do it but <laughs> like suffer you right for and trying it's it. there's something kind of like intellectually cool about the idea of like the souls of characters like flitting between different game universes or whatever but what remnant really gives you is kind of like a full, really amazing Dark Souls-like game that you can play co-op with your friend or someone else. So like, And it's like a smooth experience. It's kind of built from the ground up with maybe the idea that you'd be doing a co-op, right? So oh I yeah, that's I like the... I'd say that's the number one selling point for Remnant and why I think that if you like play co-op games with somebody else, you should definitely give that one a try. Because there aren't many games like it, and it's 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 just great. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to say I hated the aesthetics of it so much, and then the more we played, they really started to grow on me as being these kind of like, in w did you say that's like an Unreal Engine game? Uh, yeah. So that was an Unreal Engine game. So it was Borderlands Three. Yeah. And was there another one? Uh, oh well, Naruto was in Naruto Unreal Engine. Too. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, the more the more I looked at the crap in Remnant, the um the level 
level designs and the <coughs> the enemies and stuff, the more charmed I became because <laughs> a lot of it looked like a like modern Unreal Engine rendering of kind of stuff from like the old Diablo, like those enemy guys with like the bones on their head oh and stuff right. like and that. The different kind of like monkeys and many armed treats and like the oh yeah bosses oh yeah big assemblages yeah. of like organs and flesh on them and stuff like that oh and then divinity what's the name of those games two D axis or whatever they're called oh the isometric oh yeah the game. isometric plane but the more I looked at the crap in Remnant the more it seemed like a Unreal Engine rendering of some of the crap I had seen in the old like isometric <laughs> planes. And then I became extremely charmed by it, and I started to really like and appreciate it. Right, and I mean, <laughs> I even appreciated, like, how far they went with the whole treat theme. Oh, and yeah. And the root and everything, and the kind of, like, perverse, twisted NPC characters. And remember, like, the guy who emerged from his forever pool or whatever? Oh, yeah. I okay, so a couple things about the game, reason it's great. Well, <coughs> We kind of talked a little bit about you have to actually learn how to play it. You have to learn uh, how to take down the bosses. You have to kind of be smart about it and think about what you're gonna, what skills you're gonna take into each boss fight in order to win. Kind of use your brain and triumph and stuff. Unlike a game like Borderland, where you could be dropped into that boss fight and just pretty much expect to sit there for a couple minutes and be like done and have triumphed. So a lot of real challenges there. Oh, and then I wanted to say that there's there's a lot of really nice stuff to the game. So you can re-roll your main quest after you finished it. Uh-huh. And it'll shuffle. What does it oh, shuffle? Like it the map, maybe? Right, and then the so every time you start a new game of Remnant, it's procedurally generated. Okay, yeah. But... I mean... There's My only a set right. quantity yeah, of bosses. Yeah, so there's it it like re-rolls the game. So like every time you play through you have different bosses, maybe different maps a little bit, uh different order of stuff and different like game events kind of available to you. Yeah, and then when we played through on John's main quest, there's like Skeleton King or whatever and he's like, Get me this thing and we like went and got it and gave it to him. Then we played through on mine and just killed him instead of like right. giving him the thing and gave someone else the uh, the heart of the boss or whatever it was. So there's all this kind of like flexibility and different things you could do and then right, like and different paths, different paths oh you can take. We even there's like traits in the game which are like passive skills, and we we didn't even kind of scratch the surface mm -hmm. of all the ones <coughs> that we that could you can get, collect right and, and yeah. there were. Also, apparently, just looking online, there were a bunch of maps and zones that we didn't actually reach. Oh. And so I'm not quite sure how we could have got to them, but we could have, like, definitely explored more and got to more stuff in that game. It's pretty cool. I think, I, th I know we talked about this before, but they definitely had more bosses than in Borderlands, right? Yeah, there were definitely more. Right. <laughs> and then... Uh, more flexibility for how you can play and access those bosses. More flexibility for the different oh different levels of difficulty. Just toggle them yourself. You don't right, have to wait right. through four and or six <laughs> hours of yeah, menus in order to toggle. Right. And you could kind of legitimately go through that game and have many different plays. Yeah, yeah. You could 
I was trying to say that despite it being like small, or you said like you wished it was three times bigger, they did such a great job of making it, in my mind, like a game you feel like you could kind of turn on every night and like maybe hope to do something a little bit different, at least for like right, a while. Right. We could have played yeah. it a lot longer and still like discovered new kind of different things. Uh-huh. Despite it being a small game, I thought it was really cool the way that right. You could well, like I mean, I just would have liked more yeah. because yeah. by who the time, have liked more? right? And it's like, well, who wouldn't like more? But, <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, just I thought if they if they came up with like a three new zones oh and yeah. new monster types and bosses, that's something that one would pay for yeah, and buy yeah, like definitely. on the spot. We were devastated when we saw that thing said final boss. Oh, yeah, yeah. Over too soon. Right, and Remnant was one of those games where I was having, like, a lot of joy and fun at pretty much every stage. And then when it said final boss, it was almost, like, devastating. Yeah, yeah, it was devastating. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's how cool of a game it was that we actually felt, like, a little bit disappointed that the content was over, not that the game, the game itself could be played just, you know, and there are people, if you go on like the Remnant Reddit, there's people who are really playing it like in a way that I describe as like compulsive, you know, where they farm for like five or ten hours a day for like, you know, I don't quite know why. There's something (laughs) really bewitching to me about seeing that game where you have like the black map and then you reveal like from the auto-generated map, and you reveal uh-huh. as you trudge through, and then having like the Dark Souls combat there. Oh like yeah, really yeah, cool. yeah. Just <laughs> it is a really cool game, and and also to know that anywhere you went in Remnant, like you were probably gonna get your ass kicked. Yeah, that's yeah. like a really cool feeling in a game. And like when a new monster type or something comes out. And to kind of actually be, like, a little bit scared and know that you need to watch them <laughs> and be wary of them is l- a cool thing in a game. Yeah, yeah. So, you want to wrap up for today? Maybe we'll yeah, make why part two later. Right, so, I mean... Oh, Anthem, I feel like pretty much I had nothing to say. Right, I, I don't like have much like to say. You're like a transformer spaceship man. Right. Boom, booming through <laughs> the sky. Oh, I wanted to ta- I wanted to say about Anthem, like... Seeing a game like Remnant, when you turn it on and you instantly get to know the parameters of, like, acceptable behavior, um, the game's not going to allow you to do this or you're dead. (coughs) You have to time your duck roll this way or you're dead. You can't (laughs) run up to a trash and expect to, like, melee him and cancel his melee. You're dead. (laughs) Anyway, and then kind of learning to uh, conform to that. the demands of the game and like triumph and uh, learn to play in a new manner within those strictures. Anthem was another one like from, I don't know, we played Anthem for a few days. <laughs> it wasn't like an hour or two like it was with Breakpoint, but it was another game where I felt like, man, I'm not learning shit. I don't know what's going on. Right. I could hardly tell when I was like taking damage. Right, uh, right. <laughs> all I was going to say about Anthem is that, so in the first... 10 minutes of remnant like you feel every blow that the yeah, monsters yeah. put on you like you really you suffer you, you learn cry. it you watch for right. it right and we avoid it. so anthem has really long load screens but just by the way but we probably played 
six, seven, eight hours total. Yeah, we played for a couple of days. And in all that time, I swear to God, I still am not really sure if, like, my tune ever took damage. Like oh, the yeah, yeah. The health bar is put in an awkward part of the screen. Well and the it, thing it showed that you had, like, shields, but then it didn't have, like, a bar for your own shield, but you could see that your teammates had shields. But you really, you, like, stumbled through that <laughs> game like a drunk. No, you're, like, <laughs> you're just zooming through the sky. Like I was thinking that you may as well be a small spaceship in Anthem. Like, it would be oh better right. to be playing like it would, small yeah, it with, like, the guns and skills on the spaceship. Right, and if you had just, like, flown by those <laughs> packs of mobs and dropped bombs and kept on your way, it might have been a cooler game. I think it might have been a lot cooler. If you had to, like, just control (laughs) this and, like, the storm class is, like, a smaller, more maneuverable spaceship or whatever than, like, the fat tank class is, like, a bigger fat (laughs) tank spaceship. Right, right. Well, there were were probably a lot of things that they could have done to make it be, like, a cooler game, you know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll play more and yeah, learn yeah. more. Yeah, we'll have more to say, although apparently we oh just yeah, have so much to say. Oh, yeah, but we've been so playing Far Cry, enjoying it, so maybe next time we'll just do a podcast on Yeah, Far we, Cry. we could do, right, and that's like an older game, too, yeah. so people probably don't care about it too much, but Far Cry is a really cool game. Like, I would recommend it to anybody, I guess. Uh, the story's a little corny, but it's engaging the story's enough. Great. Yeah, it's, I it's good. I think <laughs> it's like... It's edgy in, like, a kind of pleasant enough edgy way. Compared to, again, compared to Borderlands 3 story, Far oh Cry man. is, like, amazing. Yeah, like Far Cry, like, they deserve, like, everyone yeah, who worked yeah. on it deserved an Oscar compared yeah, to Borderlands. Yeah, yeah, the writing, the characters, the, like, uh... The right, and I- there are even some, like, successful attempts at humor, and I thought borderlands was full of so many just like dull dead oh flat God, jokes yeah. they, and they kept coming too i remember w- when we were playing last night we heard that deflate gate joke in oh Far yeah, Cry. yeah yeah that, <laughs> that was kind of awkward i guess oh uh, anyway let us know what you think in the comments if you right which of these games you've played let us know if we're wrong you want us to get in there and give Anthem another try? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone wants anyone know, to get into yeah, Anthem yeah, and give another right. try. But maybe maybe somebody has a good idea over why Borderlands is good that we like have glossed over or don't know or something. Because it does seem like there are people playing it. But that I'm just basing that off of what I saw on Reddit probably two weeks ago. Well, it's fun. It's fun. If it wasn't for the fact, if it wasn't for sitting through like the six-hour videos, I would have started making another right. class yeah, immediately upon completing yeah. the game. And instead, <laughs> I just thought like, oh my god, sitting through this again? Like, <laughs> no, I'll play something right, else. Right, right. And man, it's just it's such a downer to have yeah. to <laughs> sit through videos like that. Like you're trying to kind of like drone out and zombie like yeah, be zombie like yeah. and play your crappy video game and then <laughs> the video game has kind of like the audacity just to bore the hell out of you yeah yeah it's a terrible thing okay <laughs> <laughs> well thanks for listening yeah, thank you if you listen uh, through all this and uh drop us a comment check out the website yep we Oh, we finally got Bird to cool on the mic today. Oh, yeah, that was amazing. That was a victory. Yeah. Maybe he'll <laughs> do it next time, too. Yeah, yeah. Boy, his voice sounded great, great in my great, opinion, at least. Yeah. All right, well, bye.